Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and I have two very special guests today. I have award-winning director, Cindy Meal joining me, as well as the iconic integrative veterinarian, Dr. Marty Goldstein. Cindy Meal, who has directed a lot of amazing films. She has a long list of accolades, but Buck, the iconic Buck, amazing, about the horse whispers, under your belt as one of your most notable accomplishments. Yes. You've done it again with a brand new film that I'm so excited to be discussing today. The brand new film is called The Dog Doc, and you are highlighting and celebrating the amazing work that Dr. Marty Goldstein is doing and has done over your 45-year career. Tell us a little bit Imagine more. Imagine that. Uh, yeah, shocking yeah. how time flies when you're having fun and curing, curing patients. <laughs> how did the dog doc come about? Well, I had been going to Marty for almost 28 years with my own pets. He had, he had saved, miraculously saved a dog of mine that was dying when I first met him. And it was so radical to take this dog that had been to all the best vets. And I literally had a, a vet tell me, I've never seen, she was a Sharpay. I've never seen a Sharpay over six years old. And that's what she said. And the dog was six years old. Oh. So somebody told me about him. And I thought there was really no hope. But I went to him. And first of all, he gave me a ton of hope. He, he changed my idea about that I had lived in fear of this dog chronically ill for so long. He, he totally changed the way I looked at it. So after I did Buck, and it did pretty well, I thought, what could I do next? It would also help people. I mean, Buck helped people with horses. Yeah. And it was also really about everything in your life. The horse became a metaphor for life. But in this case, I thought, what else could I do to help people, especially with animals? I have yeah. a passion for animals. <laughs> so he was the first person I thought of. And I thought, you know, if I could tell people about what I've learned and I've witnessed, I mean, truly witnessed for over 28 years, but filming at his clinic for three years, I really got embedded in the entire clinic and all the people and all the doctors. And it was it was even better than I imagined because I had just been his patient and that was it. But yeah. now I got the full. You, you full literally time. not just saw behind the scenes, but you were there yes. just for, you know, like you said, yeah. Not to say day in and day out, but almost for years on end, documenting mm -hmm. the amazing work that you're doing. I was able to see the documentary, yeah. and it was amazing. I can't Thank wait you. for the entire world to see it. For lots of reasons, mm -hmm. selfishly, I am so excited that you have celebrated, highlighted, and showcased what non-toxic therapies, what functional medicine, common sense medicine can do. So I appreciate mm -hmm. you for, for highlighting that with the documentary. But it also shows all of the unbelievably cool things, Marty, you've done. You have 45 years plus history treating animals with innovative techniques that you didn't learn in vet school, Marty. How did you transition from a reactive conventional veterinarian to a proactive wellness veterinarian. Yeah, it, it didn't really exist when I graduated. Yeah. I didn't come out of Cornell and say, "Ooh, I think I'll become a holistic vet." Yeah, holistic medicine was not even in the dictionary at the time. 
I did it because of my own conditions. Genetically based chronic degenerations that was in all the males of my family. So it was fear and vanity that got me to so, search. So you wanted to fix yourself first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then was, you fixed yourself and you felt so good that you're like, hey, try this on my patients? Well, the, the, the no-brainer yeah. after it worked on me is why wouldn't it work on a dog? And then I, I looked at the, well, in those days, it was the semi-moist food we were feeding. And it was the only thing we bought, the only thing we sold in our hospital, and the only thing we fed our, our dogs. And one of our family dogs was severely arthritic, golden retriever, with severe allergies. All four of her paws were bandaged and made a home-cooked diet. And within a month, all of a sudden, the itching stopped. She started, he started to run around. And it was like, is it this simple? You know, the complicated yeah. four years of medical school, cramming all of these different drugs and these Latin names for the muscles. And it was like, wait a minute. So with Cindy's dog, Coco, this was a fever of unknown origin. And temperature of 106, 107. It went up to 107. Yeah, 107. We had her in ice baths. It was crazy. And it was, as she came in, it was like, what's the purpose of the fever? What? Yeah. I mean, a fever has a purpose? I mean, it's not an aspirin deficiency. So all of a sudden, it was like, wow, does disease actually have a purpose? Does, is disease the step that the body has to go through to get better? It was a juxtaposition of everything I learned at Cornell. And at one time, I was number two in my class at Cornell. So I knew this, this side really well. And it was a radical shift in consciousness, learning about health, not so much disease. And so you had this personal transformation and then you locally created a professional transformation by setting up Smithridge. You were not warmly embraced by your proactive colleagues and peers. You had a you had a brick wall professionally because the ideas and thoughts you were bringing not only are not taught in veterinary school, they're still not taught in veterinary school. Right. But you learned pretty quickly early on that the rest of the world wasn't ready to experience intentionally creating wellness or recovery from disease using modalities that were not taught in vet schools. I wish it was a brick wall. Unfortunately, that wall threw daggers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was not easy. Threats to my license, ridicule. He used to be a good veterinarian. He lost his mind. 1978, my license was threateningly, it was verbally threatened for treating arthritic dogs with glucosamine sulfate. Wow. Imagine now. And it was funny, but as part of the documentary, I was actually invited by the Integrative Veterinary Committee or group right. to lecture at my alma mater, Cornell. Right. And I put a picture up of me, as you saw in the documentary, in 1969, 1973, 1970, my license was threatened. Fast forward. Two months before I lectured at Cornell, there was a study published on the pain and inflammation relief in arthritic dogs with uh, CBD oil. Mm -hmm. Guess who did the study? Cornell University. Yeah. So it was like a wake-up call. We're going in this direction. Hop on the bandwagon now. Yeah. Acupuncture. When I was certified in acupuncture in the mid-70s. Condemnation. I, I can't imagine. Because mm -hmm. even now it's controversial. Right. Even but now. 19 of the 34 vet schools embrace in some form acupuncture. It's the gateway for a conventional veterinarian to become alternative. LSU sent five residents 
to the Chi Institute to study last year. So it's all, it's happening, unfortunately, way too slowly. Slow. And I'm hoping that the documentary is a major national, international wake-up call right. to not only society, but to the veterinarians, because they could do this too. And one last point. We are not making conventional medicine wrong. We are expanding the Absolutely. reality of conventional medicine so, so we have the best of both worlds. Absolutely. That's I'm, holistic medicine. I am so thankful for my conventional wisdom and training. So thankful. Because if you have a dog hit by a bus or a car, the only way you are going to save that dog's life is acute trauma medicine. Thank goodness we have that available. But when it comes to preventing cancer, slowing down degenerative diseases, stopping organ failure from happening, we're not necessarily taught how to do that in vet school. What about preventing heart failure? What about preventing obesity? What about preventing uh, skeletal degeneration? I wasn't taught any of those things in vet school. And you came out almost 50 years ago saying, hey, we're, gonna, we're going to try and establish a pattern of intentionally creating vibrant health so that the body can't break and people just yeah. What are I actually did doing? go kind of, you know, not so much into hiding, but when I moved in, as you see in the documentary, the shack, because I couldn't afford anything else, I started to make so many terminally ill patients better. And then what, what I did is I sent them back to the, the veterinarian or to the institute. And I said, go back and share how well this cat with, your, with the brain tumor is doing two years later. So I got accepted not because of me, because of proof of in the your patients. patients. You bet. But then the next hurdle, the next plateau I reached in my life is, oh my God, if you take a dog or a cat this terminally ill, and here they are three years later doing well, what happens if you started before they got sick? What a concept. Shocking. What a concept. <laughs> Lifetime help. of creating help, huh? And that, that, there, there it was. My number one thing that I want to work on every day is wellness. I don't like to see sick of course, animals. Of anymore. course. Our goal is to prevent them from needing a disease recovery path or program. That's yeah, the goal, that's to it. prevent that. That's it. So you, the documentary covers some really innovative, they're not new, but they're innovative things that I didn't learn about school. I didn't learn about IV vitamin C. I didn't learn about cryo, I mean cryosurgery to some extent, but you're using cryo in an entirely different way. Other things like hyperbaric oxygen that I've learned about in the last several years. I thought about hyperbaric for diving accidents and chronic wounds, but I never thought about using hyperbaric as a form of cancer treatment. Dr. Marty, why are some of these things, do you believe, some of these really effective non-toxic therapies not only are not being taught in veterinary schools, but it doesn't appear that there tends to be any inkling towards moving towards teaching some of these non-toxic therapies. What are your thoughts as to why? Because it's a shame. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't get it uh, because I, I've turned around so many animals with yeah. cryosurgery, like jaws that are being eaten and limbs. Yeah. I, I mean, I can show you before and after pictures. They go back to their veterinarian and the veterinarian is blown away and it ends there. So you, you highlight that beautifully in the documentary. You've got some really amazing cases that you show. Cindy, when you were there filming for several years, did you find yourself in the waiting room thinking, Wow, like were you a little bit overwhelmed? Because I know you've had personal experience with Dr. Marty with your own dogs, but was it right. when you saw this in action for three years, you had to go from, of course, deciding to make the documentary to just being almost overwhelmed what you were seeing? I, uh, well, I truly was. And it didn't surprise me. I'd known Marty for a very long time. And so we would often talk about cases and, you know, what was happening. And I was always just, and that's when I was saying, why don't more people do this? 
Uh, the other thing I didn't mention is there's three other veterinarians in this film, beautiful female doctors that are that are just as amazing because right. I didn't know them as well. So it was so great to see that this entire clinic was doing this work yeah. and how much you know, the successes they were having and the people, especially the people, they would just come in and they would just say what, what a beautiful place this was, how it was so different from anywhere they had been. I have the luxury of living less than half an hour away right. from this clinic. And what breaks my heart is that I think people are going to see this yep. and where will they go? You know, like where can they go? And, and it's my mission to make more people want this, to make more people realize the benefits of it, because I've certainly lived it for almost 30 years. And that the universities will start to pay attention. Yeah. Because I think we're all moving into more organic and holistic living. Like we're seeing disease is not something that we want. We don't want it for ourselves. We don't want it for our children. We don't want it for our patients, yeah. our families. And so I think it's important that people start gearing their lifestyle and their pet's lifestyle into this mode. And that's one of the things that I love about the film is that even if you don't have a dog or cat right now in your life, the film does a great job of highlighting the transformative shift in the paradigm of medicine that you are both passionately working towards in terms of educating people to think about disease differently, think about how we treat disease differently, but also wake up to the fact that we have choices. If we take control of our own health and take control as guardians, if we really work on caring in a way that is preventing disease from occurring for our dogs and cats, what can really come about when we put forth a concerted focused effort partnered with a proactive veterinarian? And you bring up a great point, but where do you go? There's not so many proactive veterinarians. But I know, Marty, you are working now at helping to teach what you know to other veterinarians that are looking for these tools. And Cindy, um, one of the things that you had mentioned is that you have over 300 hours of footage. Yes. Yeah. And what yes. are you going to do? The film was, I think, 90 minutes. What are you doing with what the other 200 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> well, we are actually already started working on an educational series. Yeah. I did this with Buck because even though Buck was about horses and how to deal with horses, you couldn't teach that in yeah. a half an hour, an hour and a half. So I went back and did 10 hours of more of the how-to taken from the same kind of footage. And I'm doing the same thing with this is we... We have experts. We have a lot of cases that didn't make it in. And we're going to try to put together some more concrete information yeah. to give people. And, and hopefully veterinarians, too, will start to see this and they will see the results and they will see this. It's not rocket scientists. When you, when you have a chronically ill dog that's just not getting better, pharmaceuticals are great you know, where they're needed. But sometimes we just try to over-medicate thinking, well, a pill is a quick fix and that will that will make my dog better. The body that grew the tumor, the body that got sick in the first place is what you have to work on. And a pill alone is not going to do that. Like that's where you have to really start from ground zero and work up. And I love it because your film celebrates and highlights that. It provides a different way of thinking. If you are lost in despair or fear, the film provides an option of rewiring your thinking aligned with appropriate well-trained veterinarians to open the door for a healing response to occur in a patient that was given a terrible, if not terminal prognosis. Right. One very, very important point I would like to make, uh, and I've, I, I saw this manifest when I was invited to speak at Louisiana State Veterinary School. I put up a case of a, a young golden retriever that was neurologically shot, 15 weeks old. MRI showing 
that the brain was not formed or destroyed compared to one of its, of its kind. And then we went on intravenous vitamin C, we stopped the medication that the neurologist prescribed because it wasn't working. Yeah, hydrocephalus, right? Severe hydrocephalus. And then in three days on intravenous vitamin C and certain homeopathic remedies, the dog came from comatose, paralyzing all four legs to running around. And then we have the same neurologist doing an MRI at the age of two and 75% of the the brain flew back. And I was looking out at the audience and as veterinarians and students were crying during it. And I just looked at them, there was a pause and I said, you can do this too. This work can be replicated. And the documentary is not about me. Cindy just said, we have three other amazing veterinarians that shows it's not me, it's them, but it's not even them. He's it's in not, it too. Yeah. It's <laughs> the work. Same. It's exactly. nature and combining alternative medicine with conventional medicine to make the wonderful world of, I don't care what you call it, holistic, yep. complementary, integrative. Okay. How about just good medicine? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How about one one health, medicine? One medicine. One me- yeah, right. and that's Fundamental medicine. I don't care what you yeah, say. Appropriate so medicine. So good. It's just the way it's, and to me, after 45 years, it's such a no-brainer. Yeah. And it's just, wake up. It <laughs> shouldn't do no harm. Exactly. You know, at exactly. the end of the day, I think it's all about healing the animal. None of, no doctors, whether they're conventional or integrative, want an animal to suffer of course you know i think the goal is the same so sometimes you just have to like relax and use your brain and not just go well the rules say this so i'm never going to do that i mean that's what i've seen And and i think as veterinarians i think as pet parents yes you have to think you know what i just this doesn't feel right as veterinarians you think you know what i didn't learn that in my four years But could there be something out there? You know, I learned a set of tools for my toolbox in those four years that I'm so thankful for, but my toolbox isn't full. There's many cases I can't fix. I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed as a practitioner. Marty, this film, I think, can give veterinarians a a much-needed, refreshing breath of amazing, new, invigorated air for not just reinvigorating their practices and their desire to truly practice medicine to help their patients heal, but it provides a few key great examples of some non-toxic ways to do that. And that's what I love about this film is it shows just just the tip of the iceberg of all of the modalities and therapies that are available if practitioners are frustrated where they're at. Watch the film because you will leave wildly inspired. I yeah, try to watch. So. See, we were so part of this. I've been part of this 45 years. Yeah, it's just, it's just. And as I watch the film yeah. and you know everything that's happening, I also try to watch the film as if I never saw it before or as a, a veterinarian that has no concept. Yep. And I would be enamoredly inspired so much to learn this if I saw yes. the film. Yeah. And I'm hoping that most veterinarians that watch the film saying, Wow, there's a whole new yeah. world I could expose myself to without yeah. destroying the old world. You got it. The and old world is great. Blend it together, yeah. And yeah. we love our foundational principles that we learn. Yes. But I think we're also, as doctors, we are called to continue to learn throughout our careers. So building upon what we learned at vet school is really important. And the film highlights some of those amazing modalities, techniques, and non-toxic therapies that allow for the building process to occur. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Love it. So you have had a whirlwind of a week at Tribeca Film Festival. Yes. Do we 
we go to the website? Uh, yes. How do we learn more? Because I know that the film is not yet released, but it's coming. When people want to find out more about it, where should they go? Well, we have a we can we have Facebook Good. and we have a website on Great. the Dog Doc, and just just look it up. We will be posting things on dogdocthefilm.com is our Facebook, and so you can follow where it is and what the distribution plan is, which is in the works yes. and yeah I wish I had more I wish I could say exactly when it would yes. be released but yes. it will be yes and it's coming soon but just keep up with us just follow we, we us will, and we Please will follow, follow us on Facebook and when and when the film is officially out you will be able to follow their progress success and the launch of when the film comes out on my Facebook page as well so we'll help support you. you and get the word out Thank very you. very That'd important <laughs> so I appreciate both of you for joining me today giving us the inside scoop on the amazing work that you're doing we can't wait for the film to be released and for every not just pet parent and animal lover to see it but every veterinarian to see it as well because it's yeah. one of those films that I think needs to be discussed celebrated recognized as the opening ushering in a new era of proactive wellness medicine that has been role modeled by you donating really your entire career to moving this mission forward, Marty. You've done an excellent thank job. You. So, yeah. thank and you. And when you see the patients themselves, they speak for the film. Yeah, they, do. They, do. They, do. they do. They do. They do. They do. They don't lie. There's no placebo over there. Yeah. And that's right. that's where it's you know. Yeah. If your dog isn't, <laughs> I always want to tell people like. And I just had a friend that had a terrible skin condition with her dog. It's like, if your dog isn't getting better and you're doing the same thing, then something has something to change. Wrong. Either right. you right. you have to change something, right. whether it's your vet or the food or yeah. something. But but don't continue to do the same thing without results, because a nature right. of a dog is is to be healthy. Yes, you know they want to be. They're not faking it. They're not doing it so they don't have to go to work. Yeah. They want to be healthy. Yeah. So help them out. Yeah. Really yeah. good advice. Great advice. Perfect. So thank you. Thank you for donating your career to helping all of us be better, stronger, more educated, integrated veterinarians. You've role modeled that for us. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for this awesome film that celebrates this brand new yeah. shifting paradigm. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thank, Thanks. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank you.